C3 Church Wellington AMA. Ask me anything, my name is Ray here and this is episode four. Joining me, but in his own home, welcome once again, Pastor Steve Hinton. Yep, episode four, A New Hope. Let's do it. A New Hope. Oh, and it's a it's it's, it's a bit of a dark question this week. It <laughs> really is. A New Hope and we're going, well not dark, but it's a big question. Heavy question. It's a big one. If God is all powerful, and we know he is, he created the heavens and the earth, he created everything. I believe he is, yes. Why is there evil and suffering on earth? Great question, man. This is one of the big questions. I, I mean, think. in theory, he, he could just snap his fingers and, and feed everyone in Ethiopia, or he yeah. could stop that oil fire in the Gulf of Mexico. Absolutely. Or, so, so let's start not? with the character of God. So, so we believe, and uh, when I say we, uh, as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, I, I believe that God is uh, omnipotent, which is all powerful. He's omniscient. He's all knowing, and he's omnipresent. He's everywhere at all times. So he's everywhere at all times. He knows what I'm thinking, and he could do anything he likes. Do, do anything he likes. That's a scary thought. <laughs> So that's the, that's the, that is the character of God. If he was not one of those things, by definition, he would not be God because he would be limited. So that's the first thing. So it's a very, very important question that we're answering tonight. Uh, why then, if God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere, does so much evil, so many bad things happen? And the question, I believe, is answered right in Genesis 1, right in the first chapter of the first book of the Bible, in the creation story, we read in Genesis 1.26, says this thing, God said, let us, and I love that let us language because when he says let us, God's talking about himself in the plural. And this is one of the places where we get the uh, the theology of the, the Trinity or the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But that's probably another topic <laughs> for another podcast. But God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over all livestock, and over all the earth. The dominion was given by God to mankind, to rule, to subdue, to look after all of the earth. So just before I get into the question of what dominion is, let us, now he's using the terminology us, before Adam and Eve were created? So no, this is in the creation of mankind. This is the creation of, I guess let's call this the creation of Adam. Let us make man in our image. So I'm saying, what I'm saying is he's using the terminology us before Adam and Eve were in the room, so to speak. Correct. So he couldn't be referring to Adam and Eve. So there is no other, uh, there's no no other interpretation of that, obviously. No other, no, other t- no. The it Holy Trinity. The Trinity, that's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit there in creation making, creating what we know at that point together. Right. Can you define for me, before we move too much further, the word dominion? Look, dominion means sovereignty or control. So having sovereignty, rule, or control. That was passed by God, who created everything, to, to us, mankind. We were given the sovereignty and the control over the earth. So Adam and Eve, in the Garden of Eden, they've got control over the whole lot. Yeah. And so he sets one rule for them, have, have at it, just don't touch that one tree. Don't touch the one tree. There's one tree you can't eat from. Everything else you can have. And again, I'm going, why even have the tree, God? Why even? It's like it's like leaving a lolly on the table for my two-year-old son and saying, 
hey, mate, you can do whatever you like in this room. Just don't eat that lolly. <laughs> you know, guess what my two-year-old son's going to do? He's going to go straight for the lolly. So, But you see, love or obe- obedience isn't obedience or isn't love without it being challenged, without there being the opportunity to not love or to not be obedient. So having the tree gave the opportunity for obedience, gave the opportunity for trusting God and gave the opportunity for love. And so it it presented Adam and Eve with the option of trusting God and staying in that place of relationship with him or taking another route and taking medicine and taking the lolly. (laughs) And of course, they chose the lolly. They chose to eat of the fruit of the tree. They believed the lie of the enemy, which is the lie today, that if you, God is actually not good, that God is trying to take from you, and that if you eat this, you'll be like God. And that is the lie. In fact, they say that the mother of all sin is pride. And pride is the, the root of all, of all sin. It's this, I'm going to be God. I'm going to be, it's I'm going to exalt myself, that I'm going to have all knowledge. I'm going to, you know, it's all about me. And that was the stumbling of Adam and Eve. They listened to this lie that God wasn't in fact good. You couldn't trust him. And if you ate this fruit, you would have all knowledge and you'd be like God. And um, of course, that was when sin uh, which is an archery term for missing the mark. That's where the word sin comes from, to miss the mark. And so Adam and Eve, they missed the mark that God set before them and, and that broke, that fractured humanity, that fractured the rhythm of God's creation. And every, the Bible says every person born from then, all the seed of Adam have been born with that sin nature. It's been passed from generation to generation and so we all have a tendency and a desire to. And so... Uh, and so sin has entered in all of its forms. We talk about pride and every and every evil act and everything that ha- has happened and transpired from then. But God had placed dominion, had given dominion to mankind. And see, God has given us dominion to such a degree. The truth is that when, whatever he has given us authority over, he will no longer take authority over for us. That's the truth. So he had given us the dominion. And so, you know, it's interesting when a plane falls from the sky, people are quick to blame God. But there's, you know, thousands of planes kept in the sky every day. And so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's our own reckoning that we have done to one another. And God in his infinite love for us had set a plan in motion to redeem us. And so... Although sin had entered the world and fractured God's perfect rhythm, God didn't intend, but it, he had a plan to redeem us, and that was Jesus. And so the plan was, was to send his son, his one and only son, to die, to set right, to redeem us back into relationship, to break the power of sin over mankind, to, to restore us back into relationship. Does that mean that no, nothing bad happens? Of course, that's we're still in this, we're still on this earth that's still fractured from that decision of Adam and Eve, however many thousands of years ago, men. But nonetheless, there is a redeeming of our lives, and and a final act of of when we leave this earthly body that we get restored. We get to be back in rest, full restored relationship with God forever in heaven. And so um, 
for those that believe in Jesus, that's the outcome. And so, you know, ultimately mankind is responsible for the evil of mankind. We have abused the dominion that God has given us. I guess also we're not to know what the plan for each person on this earth is, are we? In a way that everything happens for a reason. God has a plan for everybody. You may need to go through trials and tribulations. He may be testing you. Yeah, that's 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 a really good point, Ray. And you know, there's a there's a verse in Romans eight that says that all things will work together for good. There is a saying that uh, it's in the storms that the tree puts its roots down deep. That when we talk about purpose and we talk about calling and maybe just maybe that the uh, the plan and the call of God on your life requires some deep roots. And you know. Uh, a smooth sea never made a good sailor, you know. Um, so there is a plan of evil. There's a plan of the enemy to destroy. That's what Jesus said. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life. And so uh, even the act of crucifying Jesus, the devil looked on with glee and thought he had won. I've got you now. Yet he hadn't got nothing. In fact, Jesus, God was allowed, was using this situation of the devil's plan of evil to bring about the redemption of mankind. Isn't that crazy? What the devil thought he was using to thwart God, God was using to bring about our redemption. Evil turned, this evil act of crucifying Jesus was actually God's great moment of redemption for us. And so that's you're absolutely right that even these acts that seem hard and suffering and moments of trials and uh, Psalm 23 says, when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And so there are these valleys, there are storms. We all know this. But God's in it with us. He'll get us through. And in that storm, He's strengthening us. He's doing a work in us to prepare us like a, tr- like a good trainer getting his prized fighter ready for that championship bout. He's tuning us and preparing us. And we might go through some knocks and some hard some hard rounds but he wants to make sure that we're victorious and so it's a loving father to allow at times some moments that are struck that of toughness and struggle ultimately for our good and his glory and god is good there's nothing in god that is not good god is purely good god is love god is never unloving he's always loving and uh and so these things you know are hard to reconcile that's 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 where i land we have dominion, we've abused it, but God is still loving. God is still good. Um, he's given the authority and he's not taken it back. Um, so when you good. see hard and tough things happening in people's lives, the the answer is to just have faith and trust? I think, yeah, the, the answer is to, to look, in Ecclesiastes, it talks about there is um, that God makes everything beautiful in its time. But it also says that he's mysterious and you're never going to figure them all out. And so it's going to be a matter of faith and wonder when it comes to God. How can our puny little brains figure out this infinite and immense God? You know, it's a mystery. Paul says in Corinthians, it's like looking into a dimly lit mirror. You see in part and you know in part, but you don't see fully. But there will come a day when we'll stand face to face and we'll know fully. As we are fully known, such a beautiful... And you know where that's found, Ray? It's found in First Corinthians 13, right at the end of the chapter all about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is the, the, the most famous you know, bit of scripture that's read out at, at weddings. 
at the end of it, you find that it's like looking into a dim It's talking about his relationship with God. But one day we'll know face to face and we'll know. But you see, at the moment, it just takes trust and faith and faith in the character of God, faith in his goodness. What Adam and Eve said, no, I'm not trusting God. We need to say, no, no, I'm trusting God. Even though this looks that and looks, no, I'm going to trust God. God will get, God will get me through this. And there's a purpose in this. The brother of Jesus, James, writes that we can have joy. We can have joy when we meet these sorts of trials, because these trials are bringing about a steadfastness in our lives. They're growing our faith, and faith and steadfastness are far greater of far greater value than just happiness and living life on the cloud nine. So this is counted a joy because the outworking of this is of greater value to you. And I know that's not popular, but it's still true. And every one of us know that when we've walked through something hard, um, you know, and you've come out the other side of it, you know, there's some value, there's some value there that you wouldn't get anywhere. You couldn't get it any. There's lessons that you can't get it anywhere else. There's, there's teachings in it and there's things, there's a way that it shapes us and molds us and frames out who we are that wouldn't have happened had we not walked through that. So... You know, there's good, there's good in it, but the bottom line is, is God is good and God is loving and he loves you, he loves me, and that will never change. And we would love to hear from you, the listener, on how God has touched you in lo- your life and come and join us and uh, continue the journey into faith. Uh, come and join us, c3churchwellington.nz's website, facebook.com slash c3churchwellington. Get in contact, join us on a Sunday, join us for the collective groups. If you've got a question, you can ask them of us in this mode. You can uh, ask them anonymously. You can ask them with your name attached. Anything you'd like to know, there is no question that is too silly. And that brings us to the end of episode four of... AMA, ask me anything. Thanks, Pastor Steve. Thanks, Ray. Always a pleasure doing this, man.